welcome to this episode of Dum Dum, Dum Die, the all-female, all-awesome homebrew D&D podcast run by me, Carla Harris, the GM, in case running by me didn't um, explain that enough. <laughs> I have some amazing players around the table, and we're going to start with our player who plays Zantelarian, the sexy rogue. <laughs> hey, I'm Wednesday. And she plays Zantelarian, the sexy <laughs> <Yes>. rogue. <laughs> I am Darby. But my real name is Nicole. <laughs> my name is Kirsten, and I play Oriel. I'm Kurt, and I play Rain. And um, Rain is going to explain to us what happened in last week's episode, for those of you who didn't um, listen to it. If you'd like to listen to it now, we will wait. Welcome back! <laughs> I feel like this should be a running joke. If you don't like it, please leave in the comments below that you hate it. Or if you love it, please leave in the comments below. Either way, make a comment. Let us know you're there. And um, Rain's going to give us a recap of last week. Um, so what happened last week was we got stuck in a whole bunch of mist. Um, Oreo came up with this ingenious thing of throwing frost at the mist. And we started following Oreo's frosts. Okay. <laughs> we, get through, we get to the end of the mist. Xantelarian's been knocked out. I threw a jasmine at some lady. Almost got her. Um, but I didn't want to, need to necessarily. And now we're on our way to the mist versus um, headquarters. Right? Okay, that's it. From the point of the view of, of Rain as a character, that is exactly what happened. So, we find ourselves in a field um, halfway between the town of Lysiphon and Ristrin, which is the town they are originally, our uh, party is originally from. Uh, we have a half-orc handcuffed to no one at this point because our dwarf and a human female in a cloak are chained together with handcuffs. And then we have our half-orc male and our half-elf male and female standing uh, for want of a better word, I'm going to say loose because in the previous two episodes they were all tied together or not as the episodes progressed. Mm -hmm. So what are you all going to do? Have you muffled the human? Oh, let me do that. Just uh, ask her name, you sexual deviant. Fine. Hello, what's your name? Um, she's still looking very scared being like handcuffed to the dwarf. She says, um, Simonion? That is a beautiful, beautiful name for a human girl. But now, please hold still while I tie this handkerchief around your mouth so you cannot speak anymore. Forgive me. Okay. She lets you. And then, yeah, so I proceed to tie a handkerchief around her mouth to muffle her. Guys, yes. how are we going to know... Where we're going if you're going to muffle her? She can walk, can't she? And point. She, she nods her head vehemently that, yes, she can do those things. Okay. Uh, so she, she points into the distance and she tries to lead you. It is in the direction you guys were heading when you, before you entered the mist. Okay. Shall we go? Let's go. As you start walking, you, um, Rain, you know that this uh, path will eventually lead to a river. Um, but there's nothing really of interest on the way there. There would be no 
like there's no buildings there's no you you're struggling to see where the mistress would be um, and do you know what i mean this is because i know lifferson yeah because okay. you've traveled you've traveled quite widely okay all right so she's pointing and you're walking um nothing is happening it's probably it's beginning to be just after dusk so it is getting dark um but you're starting to hear the night animals come awake nothing untoward is happening Begin. you hear begin walking We've been... You hear the human breathing. I mean, nothing spectacular. Okay, stop. Guys, we've been walking around here, and I know for a fact there's nothing in front of us. So, it's either she's leading us into a trap or she's mm. taking... Mm-hmm. She shakes her head. She's like, and she points further. She's like, mm-hmm. and she's pointing towards where the river's going to be. Probably in about 10 minutes, you'll come up to the river. Okay. Rain, what do you think is in front? There's just a river in front. I don't... Well, doesn't that have water? And she nods, she nods her head like, yes, yes, river, river. Doesn't that have water? And then Biggin looks at you and she's like, oh, I see you are testing them. <coughs> yes, do rivers have water? Oh, gosh. It has water. Did it, aren't the vessels supposed to go in water? No. Boats, yes. No. And then the human female is looking at you guys like, huh? Aren't what? they frozen? I guess, but no. Wouldn't they be in the river if they were? Fr- no, I- guys. <laughs> let's keep moving. Let's just go. <laughs> okay. Darby, look at the shiny. <laughs> she holds up like a twinkly thing that she found on the grass. Okay. Just a distraction. <laughs> All right, so a twinkly thing she found on the grass. I'm going to roll the deeper center. <laughs> At 28, uh, she holds up a, a shiny thing towards you, and you look at it, and you realize that that is not an uncommon variant of dried bird dung, of a very <laughs> spectacular land bird that some would call a peacock, which adds to its shine. Only the male males poop. Poop, shiny poop. That's a male peacock shiny poop. <laughs> she she drops the shiny poop. As the human female continues walking to try to pull rain towards the river and is looking less scared now and more like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by morons. <laughs> As she walks towards the river. Oh, is anyone else gonna do anything before we reach the river? I want to sneak to the river. You want to sneak to the river. It is my time. You are not chained to anybody. Roll stealth for me. <laughs> check it out. 19. You can sneak to the river. Are you going to try and get there first? Yes. As you uh, stealthily uh, lean in the bushes and uh, stick to the more shadowy parts where the, as the sun is setting, so where the shadows are falling st- stronger, you see the river and it's, it's flowing Downstream and over the river, there's more field, some birds, possibly a male peacock in the distance. <laughs> um, it looks very average to you. She just gets distracted by the birds. So <laughs> as you all walk up to the river, you see um, Oriole staring across the river in the distance. Um, the the human female gestures to, to the muffle like... Is it okay if I, if I take it off? Take it off, but if you scream, I cut off a finger. 
she clenches her fist that's in the handcuffs next to you, so like hiding her fingers inside, and she she removes the muffle. She says, um, the, the steps to the mistress's cabin is in, inside the river. I need to op- open the, the portal. I told you it had something to do with the river. Okay, fine. Um, Can I do a roll to see if she's trying to trick us? Roll insight. 18. No, she... She, it's, she legitimately says that's what she's going to do. Go ahead, um, honey. Okay, she starts... The mist starts to flow from her fingers. Um, are you guys all going to allow her to cast? Rain, I think you need to hold that javelin closer to her back. Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah. How many javelins do you have? I now have four because I threw the one and left it. Exactly. Well so done. now I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> As you take out a new jab. <laughs> it was a test. You <laughs> passed. Yes. I should actually write that down. Yes, noted. Watch it wasn't written down the whole time. Okay, so as you, she she like arches her back where she feels the javelin, but the mist continues to flow. But it's not flowing at any of you. It's, it starts to stream from her fingers in a very directed stream. So there's two streams that join into one that go towards the water. And as soon as they reach the edge of the water, it starts to almost split the water, but not all the way to the other side of the bank. It's just about three feet deep into the water. And you see there's steps going down. But the water is still falling around it and flowing around it. So the steps would be quite slippery. Okay. She's like, she's, she's in there with the, with the men and the mist is continuing to flow. She says, I, I need to keep it open the whole, the whole time. Okay, so does that mean that you go first? Um, I, I can go first. Okay. Uh, we should just all go together. Hmm. Biggin uh, agrees and she pulls out her, her weapons. I'm ready. Um, and then the, the human uh, like stiffens and the mist softens and the water starts to fill and then she shakes herself and, and the mist maintains strong and the water recedes again. I think ladies first, Biggin. Uh, Biggin says, I'm a lady! And so <laughs> walks in she, and then she goes towards the water and then she puts her foot down. And she steps down the one step and she starts going down and you see her head disappear below the water. Oreo follows Biggin. Alright, roll roll Dex. Just don't get a one. Sixteen. Cool. As you step on the step, you feel that it is quite um slippery, but you knew it would be slippery, so you were prepared. So you step down. Okay. Everyone else is following? Yes, we follow. What's the order? I would like to make up the real, please. Okay, so we for um, Rain and I. Oh wait, but how would it work if? Um, no, Biggin went first. So Biggin's no, gone. No, uh, Biggin. Mm-hmm. But I'm just asking because she needs to keep the the human needs to keep the stairway open, and if you're bringing up the rear. Okay, I mean, she can she keep she can up go both? Down the stairs and keep it open. She did say she could go first. Oh, okay, okay, but she's she, tied to me. Yeah. rain. Okay, sorry. 
Okay, back in the game. So then we follow Oriole. So then it's going to be uh, Rain followed by the human. And Darby's like and Darby really close behind. Followed by Zantalaren. So as everyone goes down the steps, you walk and you get hit by a slight um, cascade of water as because it didn't go all the way to the other side of the bank. As you step through the cascade, you see you're in a, in a, a mud tunnel. Uh, it has some light but the light is coming from outside a little bit so like very dusk dimish light and then near the end of the tunnel you see a glow uh, a, a yellowish glow and as you all step through the water she starts to let the mist um, return to her fingers and as she does so the cascade moves further and further away until the the cabin is sealed and you are now in a tunnel under the river Okay, which way? Um, where do you want to go? To to the mistress directly, or or, or to, to the men? Uh, okay, uh, to the right. As you head, so the tunnel the tunnel is very short. It's maybe four feet across because it's you realize that it's matching the river, so it's the the width of the river. Um, so it's about three feet deep, and so at the end is a. T-junction, she takes you to the right. Um, the glowing is from uh, small lanterns that have been placed in the tunnel. So the tunnel's obviously quite well used. And she starts heading you down. It's very cold within within the caverns. Um, there are no splits along the way. Um, it's probably about uh, 10 minutes down this way. We, we, we keep them near the end of the river where the waterfall is so it's 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 cool so they don't melt but, interesting um please be quiet because the mistress might hear us yeah begin be quiet okay <laughs> as as begin tries to walk stealthily down the corridor her feet are obviously still quite slippery from the steps as she goes Okay, and steps and slips, and her chainmail makes a that's a awful sound effect. But basically, <laughs> her chainmail rings slightly as it hits the dirt floor. Began. Sorry. And she gets up quietly, but she's still holding her weapons in her hands, so she's using her weapons to stand up instead of just placing them next to her. So she she gets up, but it's, she has made a bit of noise. But luckily, the, the mud seems to absorb it rather than let it flow through the tunnel. Guys, let's hurry up. Yeah. So, and no one's doing anything else? Other than looking. Okay. So, as you head down the tunnel, it comes to a, a dead end where there's a right, right turn. As you approach it, you feel it's getting very cold. As you're breathing you're seeing mist and fog start to form out of your out of your mouth. And she points and she said, they're, they're around the corner. And she um, sort of holds back a little bit and says, I, I, I don't like to go down there. They're a little creepy. Don't worry. I'm here. There is no need to fear. Well, I mean, technically I did knock you unconscious, so I don't know how strong or 
I'm just saying. Many women have tried to knock me unconscious many a time. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Can you just stop talking? Can we? Let's just go. All right, so is Darby going to barge past everyone and go in? Yes. As Darby rounds the corner, you see in a, a small cabin, so it's a very small space because it is still the width of the river, mm-hmm. um, about, you'd guess 20 because you know there should be 20, um, almost icicles, stalagmites and stalactites. So it Hold looks on. like water. <laughs> Minus the hardy-dow sound. <laughs> that peacock. Not the peacock that sound. Peacock. <laughs> um, so as you round the corner, you see in a very enclosed space, because it is still the width of the river, um, it almost looks like stalactites and stalactites, but with uh, different humanoid shapes inside. And the, the water coming from the top of the cave, you can't see where it coming comes from it like originates at the point of where it drops okay and so it's formed an icicle around these people um like a giant stalagmite yeah like a giant stalagmite but it doesn't reach all the way to the top of the roof okay so there's still space for it to drop and and grow to the top of the roof okay um they they look peaceful if you look in. They don't appear to be in pain or anything. They just look frozen. Do we see Paul? Do you know what Paul looks like? Does big well, rain? Rain. <laughs> oh, I know what he looks like. I would know what Paul looks like. So would Biggin. Um, do you say look for Paul? Where is Paul? Uh, Biggin looks around and she looks for the fattest stalactite. And she's like, there's Paul. <laughs> and you see a very large human <laughs> entrapped in ice wearing a very dirty smock. Ew. Okay. How did they get, um, I, Rain says to Simeon, Simeon? Simeon. Simeon. <laughs> Rain says to Simeon, um, how'd they get in the ice? The mistress put them there. How? Okay. Um. Shane <laughs> <laughs> is looking at me, funny guys. I am. Oriole Darby, do you guys have any? I don't know. I have fire. Can <laughs> she we like just. produces a fireball. Very proud of herself. As you do so, um, the, it's very calm in this room, and it, the fire almost seems to sizzle. So almost mm. like the, the room is um, damp. And if it's near a, a stalactite, it does look like maybe. You sat there for a long time, it would melt Guys, we have daggers. Let's just break the ice. That's going to make too much noise. Yeah, we, we don't want to make noise. And Biggin, who was just about to <laughs> axe Paul's static tight, is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't fireball the... the sta- okay, well. Well, I have a spell called the Cloud of Daggers. Which we could maybe use, and everyone could just get free quickly. But is it gonna make noise? Well, we actually don't have another choice. Maybe we should find the mistress. Mm-hmm. How do we know if they're still alive? Are they still alive? Uh, well, I, I think she needs them to carry stuff, so they're not gonna carry stuff if they're here. So, um, 
she was gonna let them free. Um, when when the water reached the top, they were gonna stay for another um, another week, and then she was gonna let them free to to carry the stuff. So maybe I can cast a ray of frost and make the thing reach the top, I, right? No. And then we wait a week. No. Damn. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they're safe for now where they are. I think we need to find out what she's putting in them because if she's putting something bad in them, we don't want them to get out. So should we not maybe go find this mistress? And I she don't was- think she's put anything bad in them as yet. Has she? Um, I don't know. The stripping is, I don't know. But hang on, between the three of you who obviously use magic, you can't unmagic this? I don't use magic. I didn't learn that in magic school. Me too. Um, I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but mist is kind of my speciality. I mean, I could, I could make it disappear. There's that. Make what disappear? Well, the room, you wouldn't be able to see. Would you like that? I can do no. that. No! It starts to fall. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. <laughs> says, maybe we release all men. Do it quickly, do it loud. Mistress comes, we all attack mistress. I agree. Set a trap. Cloud of daggers. <laughs> Hit hard. Xantelarian <laughs> is going to go hide in some dark corner to wait for the mistress to arrive. Xantelarian, uh, <laughs> roll stealth for me. Can I make the noise? 21. You manage to find... You find that Paul, being such a large stalactite, <laughs> is a great hiding place and, and hides you from any reflections that the other icicles might, might cast. Hiding behind Paul's stalactite is great. I have an idea, guys. If we do... If I cast the Cloud of Dagger spell... It can release everyone at once. And then we, when she comes, we can do a ray of frost or an invisibility spell. Can, can, can I make a, another suggestion? Yes. I have a, a, a spell that makes a lot of noise. And if I go into the middle of the room, we can maybe break some ice with, my, with this spell. It sounds like thunder. And then we can make a lot of noise. And then when she comes, you can rain down daggers on her and you can paralyze her and, and then we can talk. Um, can I hide? Says the human. <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask rain. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, can I hide myself? And she starts to mist herself. But there's very clearly a mist person. Oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna do it, okay? <laughs> no, wait. Is it going to break the ice? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, is is that is that the plan? Is that what's gonna happen? Is <laughs> I don't Kyle like the Kyle look on our GM's face. No. Kyle is like, you're gonna die. <laughs> no, no, it's not the look of you're gonna die. I'm like, when someone tells me what they're gonna do, then I can do something. Oh, okay, guys. She so. cast underwear. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. Yay. Okay, this is for Miss Girl. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. The, the, the natural the, 20. The Ooh, natural 20. A plus you immediately first. 21. Hey. Also, a natural 20, 23. Okay, yes. so who has the highest dicks? 
I do. Goes you. first. Okay, so Xantalarian will go first, followed by Darby, regardless of what anyone else rolls, in case, unless they rolled a natural 20 as well. Seven. In total. In total. Good on you, Rain. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get, Oriel? I don't want to answer. Is it a natural one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The plus one, it's two, but it's not a good fail. But it's cool to know. Well, for story I'm purposes. going to do it. Does nothing. Um, and then, uh, let me just roll. So, as Aurel shouts loudly, guys, I'm going to do it. She she pauses for a moment, which allows you to do something, Zantalurin. Um, I'm going to hold my action, basically, oh. because I'm waiting for this blonde-headed goddess to appear, and then I'm going to try sneak attack. That's my plan. Okay. You realize Paul is quite far in the in the cavern, so you might want to choose a closer to the entrance stalactite person. I'm also a little bit concerned about this cloud of dagger spell. <laughs> so you're going to stay behind Paul? Fine. <laughs> Darby, what do you do? Darby really wants to cast the spell. <laughs> so are you preparing cloud of daggers? She... He's preparing Cloud of Daggers. Awesome. Um, what are you going to do, Rain? Rain, because she's still handcuffed to... A missed person. A missed person. <laughs> You're handcuffed to a cloud. She gets... She, okay, so she's, she's also going to hold action. Okay. Um, but she still has her javelin in her hand that she was holding at Simeon's back. So you're going to move it from Simeon's back... Simeon's back. Into your free hand. Into my free hand. All right. And what are you going to do if something happens you need to? If something happens... So you need to say, if this happens, I will do B. Okay, so if... Oh, wait. Sorry, um, I know, out of game question. I did ask this uh, the last time, and I forgot, about my divine sense. Yes. So it, that can, you can just use, is it just like, a, oh, I sense that you're evil, or yeah, I sense that you're good. You just need to say you, you want to use your yeah. divine sense, and she'll tell you if there's undead, celestial, or demonic. Undead and celestial. Okay. And is it too many actions if I say, I'm, get, I'm readying my javelin? And then as soon as someone comes in, I want to use the divine sense. And if, I, if it's evil, then I throw the spear. Is that too many actions at once? See, you wouldn't be able to tell if it's evil. You're gonna, that's assuming that undead is evil and assuming celestial is good. So, but if you, if you assume that, you're welcome to, to guess that it's evil if it's undead. Um, you can't do that. I'm going to allow it because oh. divine senses are like an innate ability. So it's actually not something that you need to focus that much on to do. So I'm going to get you to do it as a free action. Okay. But you can only do it three times a day. Well, three times before short Before rest. I need to rest. This is true. Okay. So do uh, you want to do that? Um, yeah. I'm okay. Gonna so that. you're going to, when something comes through the door, you're going to divine sense it. And if it's evil, so if it's undead. Does the undead necessarily mean evil, like you just said? You tell me. What does your character think? <laughs> I'm just here for moral support. <laughs> <laughs> as as uh, Kristen's holding her shoulder, and she's like, I know, these tough racism um, choices. Okay. Racism. I'm going to go with, if, if it's undead, then it's evil. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm going to hold off on my divine sense while I decide. So I'm going to, I need an action. Sorry. Okay. 
Okay, so got my javelin ready in my other hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if something comes barreling in, if, okay, if more than one thing comes, if more than the goddess comes barreling in, the blonde goddess, I'm going to throw it at the other thing. Okay, so you're going to be prepared to attack anything extra. Yes. Awesome, cool. And then that brings us to you, Oriole. Uh, I cast Thunder Wave! <laughs> Alright. What does I do? Uh, Can Darby a... make a suggestion while she's thinking yeah, about that? Guys, what if human over there casts her mist? Right? You mean beyond herself. Yeah, beyond <laughs> herself. When when the goddess comes, walks in, but just to her, then Oriel casts her ray of frost to see where she is, and then I cast my firebolt to bolt her. So as... Darby is saying that you hear a ringing sound, which covers half of that sentence. <laughs> half of that sentence as okay. So everyone within a fifteen-foot cube originating from me—that would be everybody. Needs <laughs> to make a constitution <laughs> What's which one is that one? The yes, D20. natural twenty. Seventeen. Uh, is thirteen? What constitution? No, fourteen. Oh, no, 18. Uh, 19. Okay. So they all say. Okay. With that, as, as you uh, blast out your thunder wave, as a ringing sound echoes throughout uh, the chamber, as well as heading down the tunnel, mm-hmm. um, you sense that even though the, the mud did dampen some of the sound, it's, it is extremely loud. As... About half of the stalactites begin to crack and splinter. Should should I roll damage? You can roll damage. Okay. Even if I'm sorry, even if you succeeded your saving throw, you only take half of the damage. <laughs> so five plus seven is twelve, so six damage. So everybody. Mm-hmm. So as as half the half the um, stalactites begin to uh, fracture and shatter, the the other half the tops break off, but the the main column is still alright. Um, Paul, who you are hiding behind Zantalarian, is starting his is starting to fracture, um, but it looks like they're they're holding. As you see the mist mist call falter. A little bit, and her mist returns to her, and she looks quite, uh, quite wounded. Also, mine is like negative one. Oh, <laughs> <damn> it. <laughs> oh as, as Darby falls down. Okay, so, so I told you to listen to me. So now what you're gonna do? So as Darby was giving this raging and genius plan. <laughs> A thunder wave happens, and Darby's stopped mid sentence as she coll- as he collapses, and um, Biggin rushes over to him and tries to shake him awake, and then, as her action pulls out one of the healing potions and drops it down, <sighs> Darby's throat, and she's like, "That was a very bad idea," 
as she shouts. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be so big. And uh, please heal, heal four points. Oh, yep. yay! So it's you don't um, heal the the minus one, so you get awful. Oh, uh, okay. Perfect. So you get awful. Cool. As Darby opens his eyes and 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 feels a little bit more resolute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it wasn't meant to be that big. And that brings it to Xantillarian. You are still waiting? Can I just say, that hurt? <laughs> sorry. And he says that, that hurt, uh, still waiting? Um, yes, I'm still waiting. Because you're so eagerly waiting, please roll perception. 16. You, you think it, it actually is starting to feel colder, which doesn't make sense considering that the ice has started to fracture. That brings it to Darby. So you're lying down on your back right now because you, you fell over when you, when you nearly died. <laughs> um, Friendly fire. Oriole, you idiot. I'm sorry. Hold on. She just rolled a dice <laughs> to see how sorry she was. No, <laughs> she is sorry. Oriel is a wild magic sorceress, and every time she casts a sorceress spell, she has to roll in case she turns into a pot plant. <laughs> well, you know, some people wouldn't be offended by that. <laughs> Dobby is one of them. <laughs> All right, so Dobby, what are you doing? Um, Dobby gets up, mm-hmm. stands up, and. Um, has gets his spell ready and readies his spell for when when the person enters the room. Yeah, perfect. That brings it to um, rain. Um, so rain is still got her um her javelin in her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, does she? She also feels that it's getting cold. Or is it only? Are you still gonna hold your action? Yes. Raw perception because you're intent on what's happening in the room. Oh, nope. nothing extra has <laughs> happened other than one of your party members nearly killed everybody. And <laughs> um, you, you feel the the girl, the Miss Girl next to you. You mm-hmm. feel she is um like leaning quite heavily on the on the handcuffs, like pulling, um as she. And she looks like she's trying to to sit down, mm-hmm. but she's she's struggling to get even that right. Right, eventually she collapses. But considering she's a human, um, with light, sitting down, her hand still reaches where your hand would have been handcuffed to her. <laughs> All right, and that brings it to you, Oriel. Sorry, guys. She's not doing it again. Oh, sorry, my eyebrows. I was like, are you going to cross that? And thank you so much for listening to Dumb Dumb Die. As the campaign comes to an end, we will re-roll new characters next week. I was like, she does not cross that again. Okay, good. Good. Um, Sorry, I have a very expressive face. I mean, as, <laughs> as you as listeners know. Carla, literally, your eyebrows just went up and she was like, oh, no. <laughs> Oriel says, what? Um, she goes to hide um, behind one of the fracturing stalactites to try and start opening it to help free. Okay, so are you hiding or are you opening? Hide and open? No. No. Open. Okay, all right, so you, uh, how are you going to open it? 
Uh, she's going to take a dagger and she's going to try and make the fractures bigger to pick away at ice. Okay, so I'm going to let you roll a sleight of hand for that because you're using, you're trying to cleverly open it and jimmy it. Uh, 22. 22. You realize if you put it in at this one crack, you can I- extend that crack for that person and totally splinter it. Okay. So you're going to work on that? Yeah. Cool, that'll probably take you around to get your dagger in it correctly to drag do that. Biggin standing next to um next to uh Dobby steps in front of Dobby and says, Don't worry, I've got you this time mm-hmm. and still holding her, her weapons is is reading in action. Alright. Xantalarian. I'm still waiting. Roll perception. Eight. <laughs> you are looking at the at the door. You still feel that it's cold because you felt that before, um, but Nothing, nothing particularly. Darby? Uh, Darby's still... Roll perception for me, as you're focused on what's happening in the room. For 13. 13. All right. You feel that the, the room is getting colder where, where all the stalactites are, but you think it's warmer from the entrance and it does seem to be the the entrance does seem to there seems to be quite a bit more light coming through coming from the the corner where you guys entered all right that brings it to rain um if you're going to still hold roll perception it's still gonna hold cool. rain roll rain's gonna hold and uh 16 16 you, you sense that it's quite cold in the room, but it's definitely warmer from the entrance and there is a brighter light that, as you're watching it, is getting brighter, almost as if something with a light source is moving towards, towards the room. It's, it's getting quite light and it's going to eventually, the light will spill into the whole room shortly, very okay. shortly. Uh, that brings it to Oriel. Uh, has she, is she, the chipping that she's doing, is it working? Is the man awake? So as you inserted the dagger while everyone else was waiting, the, the shattering, it's the stalactite shattered. Mm-hmm. As it shattered, the water stopped dripping. Okay. And you can see that the man is not, like none of his clothing is, is wet, which is weird considering he was in ice. Okay. But his head, like the crown of his head is, is wet. And he falls to the floor, but he is breathing. Okay. She slaps him awake. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. As you slap him, this um, halfling man wakes up. No, no, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Shh, shh. I don't want to hear the sea anymore. Shh. I don't want to. <laughs> and he's freaking out. <laughs> Calm yourself, man. <laughs> roll, uh, roll persuasion. You. Uh, 25 he, he, he freezes and, and starts to try and breathe more slowly and he looks at you but he's very weary as coming around the corner you see a, a giant light enter the room and behind the light you 
can be everyone who was holding the action. So everyone except Oriol, who's now looking at a man on the floor, sees a vague humanoid figure behind the light and a blonde set of hair behind the light. And the light isn't, um, it's more like the glow of a warm fire rather than a, than a pure light, if that makes sense. Mm. And it is definitely warmer in this room now. She has just walked towards and the light is standing and um, breaching the cusp of the doorway into the cabin. Okay. And she's like, oh, Simonon, I see. Well, I guess I can use women as well. She says from behind the light. Santalarian. Sneak attack, throwing daggers. She hasn't stepped through the door. Oh, not, oh, I thought she was so, inside the room already. No. Okay, then I'm going to have to wait. Um, Darby, oh, you were holding your action. Good. Are you going to cast your Cloud of Daggers? I don't want to uh, change my mind. I don't want to do Cloud of Daggers anymore. Um, it's Ray of Frost. All right. You... So Darby uh, casts the Ray of Frost spell to this woman. To the woman? Yeah. All right. Is it your, you roll to attack? Is it this dice? Now hold on. Yeah. I don't, think, you I don't think it's that. Yes, you make a ranged spell attack. 11. <laughs> 11. As you shoot Ray of Frost, um, you realize you, you like try to curve it around Vigan and that threw you off and you sent it into the cabin wall. So it didn't hit. Mm. Okay, Shit. that brings it to Rain. Oh, you were holding your action, so what is your action? Um, is there, can Rain see, is there anything around her, maybe possibly behind her or in front of her? Is it just her? Not that you can see, but you do think, because you were paying quite, you were like waiting and watching the entrance, nothing is with her. Mm. Um, nothing's with her. <laughs> so what Rain does... Um, after hearing that, because she heard the comment, right? Yeah, but now it is your turn anyway, so you yeah. can go. Okay, and is Simeon, 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 Simeon is, is still sitting she, on the floor. She's next still to you. sitting on the floor next to me. Um, okay, so and she's ch- chained to my hand, right? Yes. So Rain still holding her javelin. She just takes a step back, just one step back. One step back. But her javelin pointed at the lady. Perfect. And then that brings it to you, Oriel. Oriel hasn't seen this, though. She's too busy with the Yeah, you're looking at the man, and he's looking at you in terror. But he's quiet. It's okay, it's okay, I'm here to free you. You hear a voice. Oh, isn't that nice? (laughs) You sound very feminine. And, <laughs> and you see his eyes widen even more. And it, you almost see on the second on his face, you see his eyes widen and his pupils dilate as he, as he is so afraid and he passes out. Oh. And you start, everyone can very visibly hear um, Simonon whimpering and Biggin runs and tries to attack the woman. <laughs> as... Biggin runs, she sees the ray of frost going past her and hitting the side of the cabin wall. She raises her greatsword and slams it across the, the light. As she does so, 
the light shimmers into a flame which seems to flicker out at her and return back into it's almost like a wall as she staggers back with burn marks across her chest and the voice behind says now would you like to do this the easier way or the hard way <laughs> and with that we come to the end of this episode thank you so much to all our listeners for listening and thank you to our players for playing a big thank you to Central City who has Comics who has helped us out with sponsoring the equipment as well as a big thank you to Veed for making amazing music for us. You can find his uh, SoundCloud details in the description. And thanks to Tristan for making us all sound good because I, I'm unsure if he edited it out but I made a really awful sound effect earlier which I'm hoping he edited out. It was bad. Like really <laughs> bad. Um, and uh, remember, you can follow us on all the social media at Dum Dum Die uh, without the B, so it's just D U M D U M D I E. Or you can email us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Please remember to rate and review us if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, please don't rate and review us. <laughs> and remember to share it with all your friends, family, foes, and. Yeah, I, I'm, and folks, thank you. Every week we're going to try and add a new one. Leave one in the comments. Talk to us. Let us know you exist. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening and have a great week of role-playing. Tristan, please insert male peacock uh, sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> it goes something like... Oh! Isn't that a hearty dog? No. Oh my god, Nicole. I don't know. I was also like, oh, hearty dog. <laughs>